so you know that we're not fans of divorce around here. And quite frankly, it's happening too much in our world. But we totally get that some situations call for it. But let's be real, most of the divorces being filed aren't for those reasons. So we're going to talk straight today and share with you reasons why divorce shouldn't be an option. So if you're ready for some hard truth and some encouragement and hope, here it comes. And welcome. We are so glad that you're here. Not such a fun one. <laughs> we, we try to keep them light. We try to keep them entertaining. But, but it's look, hopeful. It's hopeful. It's hopeful. It is absolutely It's hard, hopeful. but it's hopeful. That's a good way to put it. Hard, for, hard but hopeful. Mm-hmm. Because look, we're talking about bad reasons to divorce. And mm-hmm. we're, we are Christian counselors and marriage coaches. Okay, we are for marriages. We want to see God redeem broken and hurting marriages. And we want to see him breathe new life and join mm-hmm. into all marriages. That's right. right. So, it, so we want marriages to reflect the love, the grace, and the joy of God. Right. Right. And that's our you know, joy. The journey. That's that's where we get that joy from. Now that being said, mm-hmm. God does allow provisions for marriages that need to separate or even divorce if that if mm-hmm. that's required. I mean, God makes provision, so it's it's not His hope, right? But sometimes the reality of sin and being in a sin scarred, broken world requires that. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are people who are victims that God wants out. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And even for that reason, you hear, and, and there's some controversy over this this scripture about God hating divorce, mm-hmm. but clearly his heart is not a fan of divorce. Yeah. God does not like divorce. And it's not necessarily, I don't like the act of divorce. I think he hates what it does he hates what right. it does to people, what it does to families, what it does to society. Mm-hmm. Divorce, even when it's necessary, mm. is harmful. Oh yeah, it's- there's consequences. Yes. And so even when it's it's good and right, it still is hard and mm-hmm. painful. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we had an episode that talked about your mm-hmm. your story that talked about some of the the issues and the wounds that are left behind, even in a situation that required it. Yeah. That, yeah. Know, for safety reasons. Because, look, God allows for separation and even divorce with adultery. Mm-hmm. Right? That's one of the ones. Does he say, oh, this happens, so you have to get divorced? No. That's, no. He doesn't say that. Well, actually, back at that time, there be the, if you were caught in adultery, you just would get killed. Stoned, yeah. <laughs> you get stoned. But that's not what Jesus did with the, the mm-hmm. one adulterous woman. That's right. He said, stop, sin no longer. Yeah. Right, go Yeah, and that's the thing with adultery, and we'll just share where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. We help tons mm-hmm. of marriages mm-hmm. overcome adultery and thrive. We have friends who have been through this, yeah. and they have ministries out of this, and mm-hmm. God can redeem that. But is he going to do it with an unrepentant spouse who keeps doing it? Nope. No, he's no. not. And we'll we'll attach an episode in the show notes for mm-hmm. adultery if you're in the middle of that. And the same with the other episodes that talk about these reasons because we are not condoning abuse around here. Like Absolutely we would not. never Absolutely do that. Not. I am a divorced woman who was mm-hmm. in a domestic violence situation. So are we pro marriage? Yes, Yes. but we are pro-healthy, God-centered marriages. Amen. There's no shame in divorce if that needs to happen. And so we want to get that out of the way quickly. Sure. But also here, we're going to throw in this as well. We can talk about the reasons God does allow, allow divorce, but those aren't the primary reasons people are getting divorced for. No. Domestic violence and abuse 
big deals in marriage. Yes. Don't stay around for that. Nope. Listen to episode 70 and 72. That's right. But that's that accounts for 25% of filings. Mm-hmm. That is cited as the reason for 25% of divorce filings. There's a whole list of other things that people are divorcing for right. because and here we go. And you're the ones we're talking to. Yeah. Number one is a lack of commitment. Mm. 73% of divorces, those are the people we're talking to today. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that we're going to talk about. And here's the deal with marriage. I think one of the biggest blind sides that marriage brings is how much refinement you're going to have to go Ooh, through. Yes. That is one of the hardest things because I know, I know what it's like being married to you. You know, I'm the feisty one. No, I'm oh, the, okay. no. <laughs> no, it's about me, honey. I'm not I'm not slamming on you. But I'm the feisty one. You're the calm, nice guy. You always have been. Yes, you've shared your own issues and things mm-hmm. like that. They looked very different. Mine were bigger and louder. But being your wife, and when I'm feisty and yelling and short-tempered, that contrasted up against your kindness and your gentleness, mm-hmm. man, that pointed out my flaws so, so quickly. So quickly against you and the way you handled situations, the way you handled arguments, man, that highlighted how I'm like, wow, I'm horrible. <laughs> I am like, I am really horrible. I didn't know that mm. without mm-hmm. seeing you be With, different. Yeah, seeing a difference. Yeah, without mm-hmm. our opportunities for arguments. You know, I mean, these things highlight our flaws. Your sure. spouse is a really painful mirror to look at sometimes. Wow. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's growth. It's mm-hmm. growth, and we're not going to know we need to grow unless we start to run up into situations that point out our need for growth. Right. And that's the whole thing with marriage that I think we take for granted or Mm -hmm. don't even know is that God wants to use your spouse to help grow you Mm -hmm. and to help make you better. Mm -hmm. That is painful. Yeah. That is painful. It's It's a beautiful design. It's a great outcome. But man, the humility and the work Mm -hmm. and the sacrifice and selflessness that comes with that, I was not ready for that. Mm. I was ready for, yay, somebody's going to love me all the time and make me happy. (laughs) Probably should be something in the bowels, right? Yes. Oh, no. Do you promise to be tried and to be pushed to your limits? See, that should be our next book. We'll write up some (laughs) vows for people. It's like, here, you can pick, pick some vows. Yeah, because it is. I think it's a a big blind side. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, when we were talking about reasons for divorce and stuff as well, is what can happen sometimes is you end up in a one-sided marriage. Mm -hmm. And one of you is not willing to grow. Right. You're walking in unrepentant sin. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. zero humility. You're filled with pride. And you just refuse to grow and to change. That, my friend, is abandonment. Yes. That Mm -hmm. is you breaking the covenant. Mm -hmm. That is you failing to love your your wife like Christ loves the church, if it's Mm -hmm. the man. That is you failing to respect your husband, honor your husband, and love him, and all the things Scripture calls us to. In 1 Corinthians 13, the whole list. If you're not willing to grow, if you're not ever willing to look at yourself, you are not fulfilling 
any of the vows you said Mm-mm. that you would. Well, we're, we're to be made more in the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's a, So how are we going to do that if we stay the same? That's right. That's it's, right. It's just not going to happen. And look, Matthew in 5, 13 and 14 talks about being the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Mm. Right, A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Your marriage, if you all proclaim to be in Christ, if proclaim to be believers, followers, then this is what your marriage should look like. It yeah. should be salt and light. It, it is a city on a hill, mm-hmm. and people are watching it. And if it's not reflective of that, right. it needs to be. That's right. And so let's talk about some of the things that we think, mm-hmm. you know what, these are really junky reasons to get divorced. First one, you hear this I, a I like lot. how you said that, junky. 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 Just, okay, just yeah. junky. Is we fell out of love. Mm-hmm. This is like the celebrity answer. We fell out of love and we're still going to be so best nice friends. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it is. It's we fell out of love and we're still going to be friends mm-hmm. and we just, we're just not made to be married. We're, we're better to be as friends than we are. What? No. What? No. No, no, I'm calling it. I'm calling yeah. it on that. And <laughs> shenanigans. Yes, that's right. That's that's a better word. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the deal: if you can fall out of love, you can fall back in love. Right. Well, which I don't. I don't know how you fall out of something unless it's like floating up in the air. Yeah, your marriage is not fall, like this hole. Fall out of a that, oh, fell out of love or, or a plane. Maybe you fell out of a plane. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. know which, but it, love is a choice of actions to take. Mm-hmm. Intentional things to be doing. Yeah. So it, you did not fall out of love. You quit doing the things that keep love alive. Ouch. I know. Truth hurts. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And so if you are in a place where you have fallen out of love, and we get it. And yeah. when people say that, they're meaning they lost the feelings. Mm-hmm. We're telling you feelings are important. Feelings of love are important, but they are not foundational. They're not drivers. They have no roots in them. Mm-mm. But you start digging the root and you start planting those roots of mm-hmm. sacrifice and ser- and serving one another and being patient and being kind and for crying out loud, having fun. Oh, my goodness. Go back to the yeah. things you did when you're dating. You start redoing those things. Your love is going to be born again. Right. I mean, it is going to take roots again. And so we mm-hmm. can't just, if, if I made decisions based off of how I'm feeling any <laughs> given day, I'm in a whole lot of trouble. I would have divorced you 50 times. I would have, I don't, I don't know, I would have left my kids at Walmart, you know, I would have done <laughs> like so many yeah. things. Boy, ma'am, you, you can't leave your kids here. I'm just not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just not liking how they're behaving today. Like we find Jimmy work. Darts, he'll take care of them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Instagram account Jimmy Darts. He's amazing. He does so many good things. But really, it's we wouldn't be able to keep jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's yeah, like, that's a great I don't, point. I don't feel like coming in today. I don't. I don't like what I do. Yeah. I don't. You know, I, I've fallen out of my desires to you know to, <laughs> to be here. I don't right, know. right. And so that one, we're calling it. We're calling it. Yeah. And, and, ag- and again, we're talking about the 75%. We're not talking about the abuse where somebody is unrepentant and is being, right. So this is, we're just talking about how like you just drifted right. because you weren't intentional. Right. We, we've lost our emotions. Mm-hmm. And so here's another one. And this one, I think this statistically is much higher in the 50 and up crowd. Yep. And it's, I need to find myself. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I need to go find myself. You know what? Marriage is not all that it's cracked up to be. It's not what I was thinking it was going to be. So let me go on and 
make something of myself. I'd rather do something else. And this one, like unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. 45% of divorces are filed because of that. Mm. Do you know what we, how we define expectations? Premeditated mm. resentments. Yes. Yes. You know how, and I don't understand this. Why can you not find yourself with your spouse? Why can't that be part of the deal? I love, like when our kids went off to college mm-hmm. and we found ourselves as empty nesters, I went through a whole identity crisis there. Mm-hmm. Spent most of my life being their mom and all of that and different things. I had to figure out, what do I want my life to be about now? Yeah. Like, what do I want to do with myself? What's brand? I loved bringing you with me on that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody who was already within part of your life who could be there as a support to, to yes. go through it with. If you're going to find yourself, don't mm-hmm. you want your biggest cheerleader with you? Oh, yeah. That is not something you need to do alone. And no. so, We're not and marriage. Mountains or- no. <laughs> and marriage is all about pivoting mm. and learning mm-hmm. how to go through change together. Sure. Find your freaking selves together. Like, that's what. That, I mean, that's what marriage is, yeah. and that's what you signed up for. Find a, yeah, for better or worse, till death do you part, or mm, until I need Until you to want find, to do something new with your life. Until I need to find me. Yeah, and no. you did not sign up for that. Mm-mm. You didn't sign up for that. You were two that became one. One, yeah. Two, right? There's still two of you that mm-hmm. are in the process of becoming one. So you, there there's, has to be two of you in order for to become one. So you can start to become less selfish, right? You can start to learn how to be servants. You can lose mm-hmm. some of that I and be more we. But there's still always two of you. You don't walk yeah. around like Siamese twins. No, no. And, and it's just you don't need to go find yourself apart from your spouse. Mm-mm. They should be invited along in that journey. Yeah. Unless you just want to like take a cooking class or something, right? I'm, I, that, yeah. I mean, you learn how to, to do cycling or something. No, or, but or again, the 50 and up crowd, they're divorcing for things like that. Right. I want to adventure. I want to travel. Mm-hmm. I want to learn these new things. And it's yeah. just... Look, no, we're, we're not trying to is, shame anybody. We just don't think... We just think it's junk. No. Well, it's a problem <laughs> that needs to be addressed. Shanigans. You know, this is happening. And, and here's what we run into a lot too. You know... People really feel like they've tolerated, they'll come to us and it's like, well, I've put up with this, I've tolerated this for 15 years. And because they've tolerated it, they feel like they're now justified for Mm -hmm. divorcing. I've earned it. But tolerating a miserable marriage is not the same thing as doing everything you can to work on it. Yeah, it's not working on it. Yeah, just putting up with it and never placing boundaries on a spouse who needs mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. never working to change yourself, never individually changing the dance in your marriage, changing your the steps in it, never doing anything that says, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. We need right, to this change. this isn't acceptable. Yeah, like people miss that. Yeah. And they think, here's lack of preparation for marriage is 41% mm. reason for mm-hmm. filing. Mm-hmm. Marriage does that. Yeah. None of us are prepared. We're yeah. not prepared. We have this idea. A lot of first. Yes. Like, I'm, we still don't know. We're, we're 20, oh, 28 years? Yeah. Right? 28 years in in October. We don't know what year 29 brings. Mm-mm. We don't know what's around the corner. And so part of being married is being willing to learn as you go. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be prepared for this. No. Do you know what it is that we say to people who tolerate that? We ask, why? Yeah. 
It's, it's kind of a, this is harsh again, man. Y'all, I feel I bad about this. <laughs> but it's like, well, then shame on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you should not be tolerating miserable or mediocre. Mm-mm. That's not the design. But also, like, we get it. You're a city on a hill. Yeah, when you're in the middle of a marriage that is miserable, it is really hard to maintain your focus. And what happens, and that's why we're always encouraging people, fix what's broken. Yes. Address it. Because mm-hmm. when you begin to live in it, because when you have acute pain and you address that, you're going to deal with it because, ow, this hurts, I need to address it. If you don't, and it just continues to maim you, it becomes chronic pain. And what do people do with chronic pain? They learn how to just live with live it. Live with it, yeah. They settle for it. They take what comes with it. And then you're, you're five years down the road going, I don't, I don't even care. We fell out of love. Mm-hmm. And now I just need to find myself. Yeah, so there are a lot of things you can be doing to get your marriage back on, on track. And that falls right into, God wants me to be happy. <laughs> I've got- <laughs> I, dude, I know. I know. Wow, I am I'm over harsh today. Well, how I, much do we hear that? Yeah, no, and it, look, please know our hearts. We mm-hmm. love you. We want the best for you. And so it, it, the harshness is really just... Uh, and, you, and you know what? And God wants the best for you, yes. too. Oh, and yeah. that's why, like, sure, does he want? He doesn't want you to be miserable, but he wants you to be filled with joy. Mm. He, mm-hmm. doesn't wa- he wants more for you than just surface-level happiness. Ooh, yeah. He wants you to be filled with joy, which he says in the middle of trials, yep. you can have joy. Mm-hmm. You know, s- pursue joy, practice joy. Yeah, trials that's of what all he wants. kind. Actually, welcome them. If you have a child and your goal is to make them happy all the time, you're going to hate that kid by the time they're five. Oh, yeah. I mean, that oh, is the yeah, reality. That's great. Constantly happy people are horrible to deal with. They're also extremely entitled, and then they lose... That's what the, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Well, and also they lose this sense of being able to function for themselves. They, mm-hmm. They're always waiting for the world to change, somebody to do something else or something else to happen in order for them to be happy. Look, do a cursory study in the Bible. You will not find that anywhere. Right. So if mm-hmm. somebody's telling you this, they are misinformed. Yes. I was going to well, say it's something Well, it's kind of like God brought me my soulmate outside of marriage. Yeah. No, he, no, did, he not. did not. Yeah. No, he did not. I married the wrong person. Things like that. These are not reasons Mm-mm. why we should be getting divorced. And here, I'm just going to rattle some of these off real quick as we wrap this up. 56% of divorces are filed because they argue too much. Mm. Do you know how many times I could have divorced you? Back in the first 10 years of marriage, oh, if that were yeah. my reason. 55% for infidelity. We touched on that. Mm-hmm. Married too young, 46%. Mm-hmm. Lack of equality in the relationship, 44%. That can be, I'm going to give some room there, because yeah. if somebody's completely uninvolved and, and Could you know, be not helping. Or yep. and, but these are reasons, like, gosh, guys, we can fix these. Yeah. We can fix these. We can do things about them. And that's one of the things we tell couples all the time. It's not the problems that are going to get you in divorce court. It's what you decide to do with them. Mm, Or not do with them. That's right. And so if what you decide to do is ignore them, is to get very self-focused and, oh, he's not making me happy, she's not doing this and all of that, and you're unwilling, and, and we get lots of complaints over my husband always does this or my wife does this, and it's, well, what are you doing about it? Why are you allowing your spouse to speak to you that way. Mm-hmm. Why are you so people really struggle with putting up boundaries in their marriage? If you didn't put up with boundaries with me, I would still be horrible. Mm, yeah. I would still be riddled with anxiety and 
so reactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys can hear my passion now. Like that's <laughs> that's my wiring. Like imagine this, like with anxiety and, and out of anger. Control. Yeah. Yes, and it was your boundaries you put up for me to go, you know what, I'm not going to tolerate you keep yelling at me like this. Right. You know, and that's what saved us, I think, a lot. But there are so many things that you can do in your marriage to change it and to make it good. And that really is the whole point of this episode, Mm -hmm. is (laughs) don't throw in the towel for these reasons, but also don't just settle for them. No. This isn't about, I mean, you should be looking for some amount of happiness in your marriage. Good grief. Like we were saying, have fun, have some joy, do some things. Yeah, date. That's right. You've got a joy bucket. Fill it. That's right. And so here we go. Here to wrap this up. If your marriage isn't where you want it to be, Mm -hmm. it is time to roll up your sleeves. Mm. Both of you. Yes. If one of you needs to start... Fine, you're a great influence over your spouse, but both of you need to be investing in your marriage, rolling up your sleeves, Mm -hmm. and getting to work. Because putting time and effort and a whole lot of humility in your marriage, that's the stuff that's going to set you up to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.